0: This is episode 318 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we're gonna learn about how our capacity to fail in our journey with body image and food will determine the speed to which we get to our goal of becoming an intuitive eater or body neutral person. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and creator of the Going Beyond the Food method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and undiet my life. It is now my mission to help women undiet their life. If you're new to our podcast, be sure to grab our free podcast roadmap at stephaniedozier.com forward slash roadmap. Ready, sisters? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. How you doing? It's been a while. We have taken a four-weeks hiatus of the Going Beyond the Food show for a very good reason. I'm going to bring you behind the scene. We actually have another podcast. <laughs> Some of you may not know this, but we do have another podcast called on diet, your coaching practice. Some of you may know I have been sharing my talent as a intuitive eating coach and a body image coach with other professional, other health coaches, other dietitian, doctors, physician, who want to transition their practice, their interaction with their patient, to the non-diet approach. So I've been teaching my methodology, the Going to Beyond the Food method to other professional. And in past years, we have been using the Going to Beyond the Food feed to share specialty podcasts to this very narrow group of people. And I've decided to not do that anymore and to have our own podcasts just for the professional, which is called On Diet Your Coaching Practice. So for the last four weeks, I have been recording, batch recording episodes for that other podcast. So if you are a professional, you want to go to that podcast. We'll put the link of the podcast in the show notes, but I'm sure you can find it on iTunes or Spotify. And I was re-listening to the episode earlier this week and I'm like a lot of this stuff can actually help my sisters like a lot of the things I'm teaching to professional because I have a very unique 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 way of teaching business that is in full alignment with what I teach you about intuitive eating and body image I'm like you know what this stuff that I'm teaching the professional about how to approach business like your capacity to fail is the coaching that I'm doing with my student inside of Undiet Your Life. So you know what? We're going to bring some of those episodes here on the Going to Beyond the Food podcast. Now for some of you, this, this is going to take your journey of intuitive eating and body image to the next level. Because the way we approach it inside of Undiet Your Life and the way I'm teaching it to professional, it's not about the food or the body. It's going beyond the food and the body in the way we think about food and body. So a lot of the concept that I teach and coach my student inside of Undiet Your Life, the program you can join right now to come and work with me as a, what I call a regular woman who's struggling with food and body image, you can come and work with me inside of On Diet Your Life is about mindset, it's about life coaching, it's about thinking differently so that we can change our relationship to food and body. And one of the thing that I teach on repeat inside of On Diet Your Life is about increasing our capacity to fail and the ability that we need to develop to meet ourselves with compassion and grace in failure. So for example, when you stop restricting food and you bring into the house food that you weren't eating before because you were quote out of control, you will binge On some of these foods for a couple weeks, maybe even for a couple months. And your brain will wanna judge this binge of the food that you restricted for years as a failure. Your ability to meet these moments with grace and compassion and kindness will fast track. Your habituation to the formerly restricted food. Right? I often illustrate it as a pendulum swinging, right, swinging left and right. When you stop restricting, it swings all the way to the other side, and that's part of the process. But how you meet yourself in those moments will determine how fast the pendulum will stop swinging. So it has nothing to do with food. It's 100% mindset or thought work or self-coaching, ability to coach yourself through this moment. So failure capacity is a coaching concept that I refer, that I teach, that I coach people on. And the podcast I'm going to share with you today is about that. I've never taught failure capacity outside of my paid program. But it has such an impact that I thought, let's bring it as a free piece of coaching to the going to be on the food show. Now, inside of the podcast that I'm about to share with you, you will hear me talk about business and talk about coaches. So I want you to simply remove the word business and replace it by the word goals. And I want you to think about all my teaching in whatever goal you're pursuing. It could be becoming an intuitive eater, body neutral, and you can even apply that to your career goals, to your family goals, to your fitness goals. Anything where you're trying to imprint your life with transformation, with change, this concept will fast track you achieving your goal. If you are a professional, this is one of 10 podcasts we released on the Undiet Your Coaching Practice podcast that will make sense to your business, the non-diet business you're building. So I would recommend you go listen to all of them. And if you're like, oh my God, this is so good. And you're not a non-diet coach, but you're a business owner or a career woman. And you're like, this could help me. Absolutely. Just Everywhere I say the word business or coaches, replace it by your goal. And I guarantee you, all of my teaching can apply. And yes, this is life coaching. This is what makes my methodology going beyond the food different than anything else that is thought out there in a the world of intuitive eating and body image. is because we go beyond the food. We impact your whole life by reshaping the way you approach your life that's what makes us so amazing and creates transformation after transformation both for you as what I call regular woman and also for the women that I coach in the context of business so I've talked enough I'm gonna move it over to the podcast on failure capacity and if you're a pro I'll see you over on the other podcast. And if not, I'll see you next week with a new episode of Going Beyond the Food Show. Love you, sister. Hello, my dear colleagues, and welcome back to episode five, season five. Hope you're doing well. If you've been binge listening all the episode until now, season five is all about getting more paying client and selling with integrity. And what's really noticeable probably for you is that I haven't given you one selling tactic yet. (laughs) I'm doing this podcast for you to get more client and to sell with integrity, but I'm not giving you any action that are about selling tactic. Why am I doing that? All of my teaching thus far have been about your brain. It's been about your belief system, right? That's where we started at episode one. The four things that you need to get more paying client was four belief that you need to hold within you in order for you to create more income, more paying client, more people that want to work with you. And where it gets very interesting for all of us here as non-diet coaches is that what I'm trying to teach you is that belief and mindset work is what you need to do to get more pain client, which is what you do with your client's. So let's take a minute to step back and sink into that. What we do as intuitive eating coaches, body image coaches, health coaches, is we work at the belief level, we work at the thought level, right? And a great example of that is the work of intuitive eating and how Evelyn and Elise has formulated their principle, the very first principle is about thoughts. It's about belief that people hold with food and how that creates all the feelings, all the drama people have with food and all the crazy action we create with food, Right? the binging and the restriction of food. These all come from the belief and the thoughts we have about food. And if you are a body image coach, it's the exact same thing with the struggles we have with body image. It's all coming from the belief and the thoughts we hold on body image. And today's episode is going to be about the mindset and the belief that we have as people identified as women and I may lapse between the term women, female entrepreneur, people identified as women. As an entrepreneur, somebody who has the identity and has been living their life as a woman, we have certain beliefs, certain thoughts because of our identity as women that holds us up in our business and getting more clients. And these belief and these thoughts that are holding us back in our business, one of them is our thoughts and our belief around failure. I know this through my own experience. For years, I was afraid of failure. And actually, that showed up really strongly in my corporate business career. And that led me to collapsing on stage to burn out I was so afraid of failing I didn't have a capacity to fail that I compensated with taking action because I was so deadly afraid of failing I took 10 times more action than I should in order to avoid failing and that led me to my nervous system completely collapsing another story for another day (laughs) but my capacity to fail was very low. Why? Not because something was missing in me or something was broken in me, because of how, as a woman, I was raised, what I was taught to be as a woman. And this is where today's topic is also something that you've already seen in your client or you will see in your client as I'm teaching you this concept of failure capacity. So your ability to coach yourself through an increase capacity to fail will make you a more powerful non-diet coach because your women identifying client have the same thing in their relationship to food, in their relationship to body. So let's get into it. Most of us, as women, have been socialized to be good girls. So in my Going Beyond the Food podcast, my consumer podcast, I teach a a concept called the good girl syndrome. And off the top of my head, I think this is podcast 249, you haven't listened yet you may want to go there and listen to it but we've been socialized as women to be good girls to be perfect to obey rules to perform the rules perfectly and in fact that's why we unconsciously chase the thin ideal we chase the thin ideal because we're told by society by other women in our life, by our doctor, by everywhere, that the gold standard for body type for women is thin. And that as a woman, we need to be perfect. So we need to have a thin body in order to be a good girl, a good woman. So we pursue relentlessly this thin ideal because we need to follow the rules we need to perform the rules perfectly we need to be perfect we need to meet other people's expectation of us this need to be a good girl to be perfect motivate the relentless chase of perfection through our body and through our business that we are socialized to And a relentless chase to perfection is fueled by a fear of failure. Because when we fail, it means that we didn't try hard enough. It means that we didn't perform accordingly to the rule because the rule should have made us succeed. Therefore, failure is the most terrible thing that can happen to us. So the fear of failure fuels the relentless pursuit of perfection and all of these pattern of thinking these ideology that are fed to us through patriarchy and through diet culture is what also keeps our client in the pursuit of controlling their food, in the pursuit of being in a thin body. The root behind their behavior is the fear of failing other people's expectation of them with regards to their body or the way that they should eat. By now, as a coach of intuitive eating and a non-diet approach and body image, you should know that, right? Because that's how you should coach your client at that belief level. Right. That's why our work is primarily mindset. What I want to call out today is that that same pattern of thinking, if left unexamined in the context of your business, it will fuel your fear of failure in your business as well. So here how it plays out in the context of your business. Failing in your business is associated in your brain of a woman who's been in diet culture in patriarchy and all the system of oppression as a sign of your personal worth failing in your business means something about you as a person when in fact failure is about the process not the person past failure don't create more failure past failure if seen as about the process not the person actually creates success when you change your understanding of failure when you detach failure from your personal worth as a human being, when you do the mindset work of unlearning patriarchy, unlearning white supremacy, unlearning hustle culture, unlearning diet culture in all aspects of your life, you can also look at the failure in your business to be about the process you use, not you as an individual. And probably the most explicit example of that is social media. And how an unmanaged mind, a coach mind that hasn't done the work that I'm talking about here, and that comes to social media and posts something on social media, and then sits there and waits to see how many likes they're going to get and if they don't get the right number of like on their social media posts they will start thinking that their post is a failure they are a failure people don't like them and all the terrible things about themselves because they're making the success of their posts in this case on social media about them not about the process and the content of the post or even the algorithm of social media they take that personally here's where I also want you to start thinking is what determines success so let's go back to that social media post. who determines how many likes will be deemed a success versus not a success. When we look at business and the type of business that we run as coaches, we determine the success. We set the goals in our business that it is a number of people that we want in our program, the reach that we want to have with our social media posts. We Set the parameter. We determine what makes success or not. So, in fact, when we look at it from that context, failure is the absence of meeting our own expectation. This is where it takes a slight curve from body image and intuitive eating because the expectations are set by social construct, right? By society's expectation. When it comes to our business, we're the one defining the success. So when it comes to our business, the fear of failure is the fear of meeting our own expectation. And we are afraid of what we're going to do. To ourselves when we don't meet our own expectation. What? Yeah. Think about this. In the context of your business, your fear of failure is you not meeting your own goals that you've set and how you're going to treat yourself. Because nobody's going to come. You don't have a boss that's going to come behind you and tell you how bad you are and why you didn't meet your goal. You are your own boss. So, the person or the treatment or the reaction you are afraid you are afraid of your own reaction of how you're going to treat yourself I call that having your own back so in the context of our type of business that we're running we are afraid of how we're going to meet ourselves in our failure to meet our own expectation how crazy is that It's the conversation we have with ourselves when we don't meet our own goals that we have determined ourselves. All the nasty things we tell ourselves that create all kinds of emotion in our body. When I say we don't have our own back is that we treat ourselves, we say things to ourselves, we think thoughts about our failure that is so terrible, it creates shame in our body, and no one else than us can be blamed for that because it's a thought we have about not meeting our own expectation. So when we fear failure in our business, we fear to meet our own expectation. What we're truly afraid of at the root is feeling the shame that we have self-created with the way we treat ourselves about not meeting our own expectation. We are afraid of feeling the shame we create for ourselves. So let me give you a concrete example. I'll go to the number of clients. You put an offer into the world and you set a goal of having four clients in the first month. right? You do all the social media posts, you do whatever you do to market your offer. And then at the end of the month, you have two. Two people in your program. Your goal was four. So now there's two ways you can meet the number two on the goal of four. Example A: You can think the thoughts, "I failed. I didn't meet my goal. People don't want to work with me. People don't want what I have to offer. I suck at this. I don't know how to market, etc., etc., etc." Which will make you feel resentful, anger, shame, sadness, self-doubt, all unproductive emotion. You can have the same result, but reaction B. Two people on the goal of four, and you can think the thoughts, wow, I'll help two people change their relationship to food. Next time, I'll get even more. What can I learn from the last four weeks of marketing my business? What can I do different the next time? How can I be curious about the result of two people on a goal of four? Version B is someone who knows that failure is an opportunity to learn. Version B is someone who has done the work of redefining failure in their own brain for their own life, and decided to look at failure as a learning opportunity to grow, to get better, to create even bigger result the next time. Versus A, Right where I fail, I'm not good enough, people don't want to have what to, they work with me, is someone whose brain is still under the oppression of patriarchy, of that culture, of hustle culture. They're still operating from social construct thinking and they haven't cleaned it up yet. This is the same thing for your client's results, right? I'll go back to body image. Somebody can be in a body and have a great experience of life in a fat body. And that same fat body could have a terrible life experience because of their thoughts and their belief of how their body should be versus the person who has done body image work and live in the exact same body from a year ago and now are enjoying and living a full life. Nothing has changed about the body. What has changed is their belief and thoughts about bodies. What I'm inviting you to do today is your belief and your thinking about failure. And I'm going to offer you a new way to think about failure. Number one, failure is about learning. There's a quote here that I've written years ago i don't know who it's coming from so i'm gonna quote you i'm gonna read it to you and if anyone knows who wrote this quote please let me know the quickest road to success is to possess an attitude toward failure of no fear and for us as people identified as women in order to have no fear we need to deconstruct the good girl syndrome and having to be perfect and meet other people's expectations. We need to do that clean up mindset work. That's what will allow us to look at failure with no fear from a learning opportunity. And here's the thing. When you do this work, you're going to build your capacity to fail. This is why this podcast is called Failure Capacity, The greater your capacity to fail is, the faster you're going to create success in your life. Why? Because with every failure, you're going to pile up the learnings. Instead of drowning yourself in sorrow and self-sabotage and procrastination, blah, 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 blah. We've all been there. When you re- condition your mind to see failure as learning you're going to take notes and you're going to be motivated at a snap of a finger to try something else with the learning from the last experience that's what makes successful entrepreneur in order to do that you need to learn to have your own back so you need to be able to assess a failure and be kind and compassionate to yourself to not quote beat yourself up. And the way to do that is to learn to manage your mind is to learn to coach yourself. In the same way you coach your client, you need to meet yourself with the same coaching capacity, meet your terrible thoughts about yourself and say to your brain, I see you, I hear you, but no, thank you. This is no longer the way we're thinking. (laughs) Now we're thinking about failure as an opportunity to learn because I want to be successful faster. So what is there for me to learn here? Our capacity to fail will dictate our success, our level of success, the speed to which we get to success, and the speed to which we exponentially grow. Even when we get to the first layer of success to meeting our goal, our ability to fail will allow us to set greater goals and go to the level where we thought that was impossible for ourselves. How do we increase our capacity to fail? We examine our beliefs about failure, the the way we were thought to engage with failure. We understand how patriarchy shows up in our life, right? Our need to be perfect to meet other people's expectation. And then we practice failing. We do the mindset work, but then we go out and build our capacity to fail by setting big goals. Because we're not afraid of not meeting our goals. It's because it's going to give us the opportunity to not meet the goal And instead, to be compassionate with ourselves and learn. So going out and taking risk is how we built our capacity to fail. There's another quote here I want to give you is that success often follow failure. So if you haven't yet, quote, succeeded in your business, it's probably because you haven't failed. You haven't let yourself failed, or you haven't failed big enough or as many times as you should in order to be successful. And here's the thing. You coaching yourself through building your failure capacity will make you a powerful coach to coach your client through their fear of failing one of the most common reason why people say no to your offer of coaching say no to your program is because they are afraid of not being successful through your program it's not often said on the consultation like if you're doing consultation clients won't say it but if you have faced your own fear of failure and you have built your capacity to fail you will be able to recognize it in your client and you will know how to coach them through it coaching someone through their fear of failure is not something you can learn in a book it's something that comes from your own lived experience So you want to get more client into your coaching practice. Don't go and read an expert selling book. Go out. Do your belief and taught work on how failure is lived in your life. Dismantle your belief that no longer serve you. Coach yourself into thinking that failure is a learning experience And then go out there and take risk. On the next podcast, we're going to talk about an area of your business where you're going to need to take risk. You're going to have to fail in order for you to find a solution. And that part of your business is setting the pricing of your program. There's not a rule that will tell you exactly what you should charge. It's going to be a bunch of trial and error. But I'm going to guide you through how you can think about pricing differently in order for you to be able to set the pricing that will lead you towards success faster to get more clients. I'll see you then. Beyond on ready to shed diet culture from your life and become the expert at your own body? Awesome, then you need to join Undiet Your Life program. Go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join and join us now. Undiet Your Life is the first program of its kind with the unique combination of mindset, life coaching with intuitive eating and body image. Find your freedom, reclaim your power and take control of your time so you can refocus on what really matter to you. Join diet Your Life at StephanieDoze.com forward slash join and I'll see you on the other side.